Hello, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you guys are listening from. Welcome to the Scanlines Podcast. Woo! What's uh, up? What's up? We have four uh, of us here today. One of our members that was on on the first podcast, Anthony, said he was feeling under the weather today. So we kicked him off the team and replaced him with uh, some guy from Sweden, our friend Danny. What's up, Danny? <laughs> Hello, New York. <laughs> Is it Saturday night? No, wait. It's mo- it's Sunday, right? It's it's Monday. It's uh, one a.m. Monday. It's Monday here oh, too. Okay, okay. okay. It's Monday morning. Yeah. It's Monday morning. <laughs> so uh, normally we would have all five of us, including our friend Anthony, but obviously as life happens, we've kind of uh, expected this, where every week there's going to be one or two people who just simply can't make it. So um, each week this podcast should be at least one of us, but more than likely at least two, three, four, and hopefully all five of us at one point. So hope everyone's doing well. Mike, how are you doing this morning? I am doing good. I just came off a nap, and I'm here, and I'm ready. Nice. Sebastian, how are you doing? Doing good. Just ready to go. First thing I woke up, I'm here. Awesome. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. <laughs> Nobody oh, gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, on the, last, on, the last, on the last episode, we kind of did a little introduction of like our name, where we're from, and... Maybe picking, I think we all picked basically like one console that sort of defined our childhood. It doesn't have to be your favorite, just one that stands out or a game you're, just anything that you think you, you know, would uh, say you, I don't know, something you really like as far as gaming goes. So do you want to just give it like a little introduction to yourself? I am Daniel. I'm from Stockholm, Sweden. I met this, well, I never actually met Mike or Sebastian, but I met Eric in Japan when I studied abroad. Um, favorite console? Wow! No, but the 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 console that really defined my childhood is the Xbox Three Six. Oh yeah. Okay. Playing Halo Three online with the buds. Oh yeah. I remember uh, Halo Two Clan Wars was my oh. introduction to online Clan? gaming. What? Halo Two. I've never heard of that. Actually. I think they got rid of it in Halo Three. But they had this feature called Clan Wars where you could make a team and make the logo for it and make the name for it. So everyone oh, on your team had right. the same team name and then you would all join together and it was a 4v4, I think. There's probably other I versions. They, I think they had like similar thing in Halo 3. You just had your like your battle tag or something and then you play the MLG yeah. um, playlist. It was fun as hell. I, I that was I, that I was the first time I had to explain to my mom, like, I think we need to buy a new router. I got a question for Danny. Um, so it's, you said it's the Xbox 360. That's pretty, compared to all of us, I think it's like pretty like later in generation-wise. It so is. Why, it why is. is it the Xbox 360 for you? I, don't, I didn't really start gaming until I was around 13, 14, maybe. Wow. Then I really started the game. And, and I think the Xbox 360 is my first own console because mm. I, I i played a lot of games it was always at the neighbor's house yeah, and you know. all of that i think it was a lot of the original xbox and a lot of playstation one but i am a bit younger than you guys too so i, I forget really... that <laughs> i forget yeah. how old are you i'm uh, t- I, I turned 26 yesterday 
Dude, I'm no, 20. I'm, hey, I'm 24. Birthday. 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 Oh, he's 24. Oh, yeah, man. I tell you that. Happy birthday, I Danny. I forgot about that. Happy birthday. No, shut the fuck up. You. <laughs> You're going to get an American birthday. Come on. Uh, What do Sweet, what? Swedish people do for birthdays? Nothing yeah, really. what do you like over there? Do you guys even do <laughs> birthdays? Do you do a, <laughs> birthdays exist? We don't have birthdays, dude. <laughs> Take a shot. We get our first rifle when we're 12. And <laughs> just go out to the woods and shoot a moose. Oh. Now, that's Canada, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I always mix oh, them up. Yeah. some surf swimming juice. Oh. Sir Stroming oh. Juice. Oh. Oh. Look that up, um, people that listen. Happy well, birthday. birthday. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I forgot that you and I birthdays are like right after each other. Yeah, I'm no, right? Big. I'm still not old yet. I'm turning the big 2-9 oh. in three days. Oh, oh. oh God. I, I know you can't. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't look it. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that much younger than us. <laughs> I see some gray hairs, though. I, I do have some gray hairs. That's gonna be the. I think that's gonna be the turning Already? point in my like appearance of like, oh yeah, he's actually older. Never mind. Is you're gonna start he, to full like the, the the gray fox up here start to once he hits thirty. You still got that like West Coast youthful like uh, vibe, you know? Yeah, dude. So I'll give that Smoke to you. Smoke a lot of cannabis and you'll be okay. <laughs> dude, Eric just looks like a walking '90s kid, like, and then, and, and then like an advertisement. You're gonna do some I, you were sending uh sebastian was sending some photos from some old nintendo powers and he said oh dude we God. should recreate and i thought that was actually a really good idea because if you cool. came over to the office i could probably set it up and make it look at least similar put a couple of like posters on the wall and a coca-cola or yeah. a Pepsi something and you guys should definitely yeah. do that and i think that'd be really fun. um so guys i guess for today this week let me ask i i will say i brought a game that i want to talk about that came out recently a modern game that came out on the switch um the pokemon the new pokemon snap game i oh. really want to talk oh. about that yeah i hear about it i'd I really love to hear about that should we start with that i was just gonna ask if you guys had anything else you uh what else you know other things that you guys maybe brought this week that we could um, well i have some new new stock that came in to the store yeah i'd like to I talk a, a little bit that, I, yeah about like so what I, I own an online store in sweden that's, yeah, uh, let's talk both about that. retro and new games. Yeah, I was actually looking like before um we were starting about like in like on your store and stuff online. Uh, in the description, you guys uh, listening, if you want to check out the um his store, but he has a lot of different like uh, inventory and all different games, consoles, and uh, I think you have a wide variety. You know, I I think you it's were showing us a couple of uh packages you got, and you just get like a wide variety of stuff. Like I wanted to ask, like, how do you pick do you just get like lots or do you individually pick games or what do you usually do well it, it varies i guess uh -huh. it's usually just big lots because like i usually just search on mostly facebook facebook marketplace and like buy and sell groups because mm. that's usually where you find the best stuff because like i live in sweden we have a uh, snow like seven months of the year so <laughs> Garage sales and flea markets are not really like oh. active most of the year. Uh, but as soon as summer hits or spring, as now, garage sales and like flea markets start to open again. 
and that's usually where you find the best deals cool. because you can find like let's just say a Wii bundle for an example for like 20 bucks that's worth easily 200 because mm. we we at the moment is like spiked especially here in sweden i don't know why we kind of skipped the ps2 spike that you america have right now um, okay. i feel like that's been a thing for years already <laughs> but but like we has spiked in america as well like we sports go for around like 20 to 40 bucks yeah, wow. and it, it's, it's weird the, yeah. because we sports came with every single console so it's like at least 200 million copies of it out there yeah mm. or how many console now we sold i think it was like 120 million the original we sports never actually had a case for it did it it just had like the paper so but well with the console bundle it just had like a paper right small but they sold individually as well in like hard oh. cases why if it always came with the console though why would they even need to resell it i never i don't know that. if it scratched <laughs> up or blah 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 yeah. i don't know i know it's they have the resort. i remember that coming out which made sense it was kind of a so, so there's we sport there's we sport sword and then there's always like a combo pack okay both we sports and we sport resort interesting what yeah. I never really owned Wii Sport Resort, but I know it had the. I think it supported the the Wii Mote upgrade at that time. They 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 upgraded yeah, the, the Wii Motion Plus. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys play a lot of the Wii Sports Resort. I never did. I played a lot. The golf okay. is so <laughs> Me much. Me and Mike fun. never had a Wii. I love. The... Sorry, Sebastian. Me and Mike never had a Wii. Oh damn. Yeah, we Can never I had a Wii, Mike? but I would always go to like uh, friends' houses and like that was it. Like Wii Sports. Yeah, I just love the all Wii Sports day. Golf. On not not the resort, but the original one. So I imagine the resort one's probably more so, accurate. So that, that's the weird part as well, because we sport, uh, well, well, let's say we sport resort. For an example, golf has all the maps that the we sport has, as well as new maps. So oh. I don't really understand the bundle of we sport and we sport resort. Yeah, some games. We sport resort has all the thing we sport have. I think. Does it, it have like, like boxing okay. and so uh, I think, tennis? So I think Wii Sports was like the boxing, tennis, baseball, and uh, was someone, something bowling? else, right? Golf. Yeah, and bowling, bowling and yeah. bowling. But the resort one has like 12 new sports. So I think it's yeah, just because extra. Yeah, it's like sword fighting, yeah. ping pong. It's like jet skiing uh, yeah, or something. It's like frisbee. You throw a frisbee to a dog, I think. <laughs> Nintendo. Then, then there's also you can like fly a plane over the Wii Sport Island, I think. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. Like through rings and shit. Dude, it's those, golf fun games are, those golf games are one of my favorites. Those are seriously so much fun. I remember watching like the latest uh, Nintendo, what's it called? Nintendo Correct. Switch. Uh, the, 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 the show all the news. What's it called? The Direct. Direct. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And they showed the new Mario Golf. That mm. looked so yeah, much fun. oh, that, that one did fun. look. That did look fun. That yeah, that's the only fun. game I was actually excited about in the whole direct. I agree. I think everyone was saying that direct was super, a little bit uh, yeah. lackluster. Yeah, we're at the time of this podcast. We're in May of 2021, so it was the most recent one, I think. And I think. they just showed off that the the Mario Golf, like they're you know they show Mario Golf, and you're like. Yeah, it makes sense. They're recycling the sports games. Like, you're not mad, but you're like, I'm probably not gonna get it. Like, I don't. Maybe I'll get it if I if we want to have like a party or something, whatever. But then they showed the new mode, 
where yeah. it's literally like a free-for-all battle royale like race to the finish where you don't take turns you just hit the ball and yeah. then run to the ball and then hit it, it again that, <laughs> that looks fun so much fun that looks fun yeah. that's gonna be hilariously fun let's talk about that for a minute actually um speaking of nintendo direct the i don't know if we talked about this last week but um did you guys hear about mario party for the switch which came out when it came out it didn't support online and people were furious about it it just this last week got updated with online support oh, out of which nowhere is, which is yeah. weird because it's like how old is it it's like it came out like year, two years old now i think really yeah it's and not then they just and then yeah, it's just, it re- just releasing updates from nowhere, yeah. which is yeah. not not like Nintendo style, in my opinion. No, and so the developers who made the Mario Party, and okay, let's just say it right now, like from the before we even start, I, I've never played it, but from what I've heard is that this Mario Party is like the most lackluster that's come out in a long time. Like, because, you know, every Mario Party was like, it came out with 100 mini games, then the next one had 120, and then, mm. you know, it just kept growing and growing. This one, I, I think they kind of scale it back. It's like, let's just make like a simple board game. So there's only four four boards, I'm pretty sure. I've heard the games are, you know, they're fun, but they're nothing special. Um, it's I've heard it's just a kind of, it's kind of timid. But the only thing that people wanted for the Switch version, it being modern, was like, even if it's not the greatest mini games, at least it's going to have online. So it didn't have that when it came so, oh, and the developers who made this, they were the ones who made um, the Clubhouse 51 games. I actually mm. own that game. It's on the Switch. It's just a bunch of board games that you can play online. Yeah. Um, chess. And not every game's done well. Like Texas Hold'em, you can play online, but there's super... There's a they, they, they add a bunch of limitations to it, so it's not the full game. The whole reason I actually bought it was to be able to play Texas Hold'em with other friends who maybe bought the game. Because I just love that. I love playing Texas Hold'em with some friends and having a beer and just chatting because it go it can go for a long time it's kind of like playing monopoly or something yeah. but they never they never that game doesn't support a full version of tech told them so i was really bummed out but there's some other games on there that work well and some that don't but they all support most of them support online most of of the 51 games but that developer i actually again i'm kind of just speaking out of my butt here but i i would imagine is that the developers who made that club 51 games after finishing that club 51 clubhouse games they probably they must have gone back to the mario party and just started working on online because i would have imagined that they were like okay mario party came out let's start working on the next mario party for you know mario party deluxe or whatever that i i would i was assuming they just ditched the project because it didn't get that great of reviews not having online but apparently not they must have gone back and just started reworking the online framework or something because it it just came out and now it's like one of the top selling games on the because especially with um, obviously we're still in um, at this time, you know, the world's still kind of locked down with COVID and stuff. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do it sooner. So it's it's kind of a shock. Everyone's a little surprised by it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you go, go ahead, No, you go. You go. Mike, you go. All right, okay. okay. Um, let's so... let's do it. No, whenever someone's like, no, you go, you go, you go. The first person who spoke gets to go. So Sebastian, you get to go. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll never end. Say... Yeah, I was going to say that um, I think the Mario Party games have been just getting progressively worse over the years because like, um, yeah. they, they've been changing their format and stuff like that. But yeah, I think it's just like Nintendo's online services. I mean, it's known to be not great, right? They're kind of like the most behind when it comes to behind like Sony and Xbox in terms of online. And they don't really put that. I, I think even the current service is kind of like a little bit of a joke. It's like not, not like a full-fledged thing. 
But um, so I think, you know, these kind of things with like Mario Party, I mean, online should be like a standard for Mario Party at this point. And it's just kind of like it shouldn't even be a second thought. I mean, even like in this day and age, and you have a, you're the kind of console like a Switch that's powerful enough to do it. Nintendo should at least put some effort into dedicating servers or something to it. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's like yeah. uh, going off of that, basically. Yeah, it's just like it should be expected. So for them to like release this now and say, hey, guys, we made online and everyone's like praise Nintendo. This should have happened. It should have came out day one and been a bestseller to begin with. And then from there, it being a huge success, they release some new maps and then and then they leave it alone. Uh, mm. That's how it should have gone down. So like we yes, people are thankful to Nintendo for releasing the online, but it's it might be undeserved because it's it's way too late. And um, mm. but it's cool that it's out now because it now to be honest, I kind of want to get a copy so I can play with friends or I do a yeah. little bit of Twitch streaming. It'd be fun to like, hey, anyone in the chat, do they do you guys own this game? Do you want to play? And we can all play and dude, if do, we all you know, if we all did like a little game of Mario Party. Dude, we could do a podcast. podcast? Come on. We, what if we that. did a podcast where the, that's the podcast? The length of the game is the Dude, podcast. I mean, we Mario Party goes on pretty long. I'm, if you guys are down, I'm down. I don't think everyone has a I'm Switch. Down. Does everyone have a Switch? I gotta get a Switch. Does I do, yeah. Danny, do you have a Switch? One, yeah, I have a Switch. And a Switch Lite. And two other Switch Lights. Send it over <laughs> to Sebastian and we're in. Yeah, can, can you send me a Switch Lite? I'll buy it for you. Absolutely. My girlfriend Jenny's trying to get a switch, so uh, Danny, if you have one on wholesale, let me know. Because <laughs> how about let me ask you this, Danny? Um, uh, the switch right now is it still in America for a while? When when Corona started, the 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 you know the scalpers causing the price of it to go up was insane. It was basically like three, four hundred, five hundred dollars to get a switch for Animal Crossing at the time. How is it right now in Sweden? Because in Japan, it's still a problem. It's really? still very hard to find one for a good price. Price, I think it would have gone down the, by the now. switch the switch is on like on market in sweden there's there's no problem getting one new from the store okay. or online for a good price okay uh, so i i sell my switch lights for 200 and it yeah. goes for like 270 on the store so damn okay uh, there's no problem it's interesting the, the, that... thing, the thing about like scalpers in sweden the only thing i've ever noticed with scalpers is the ps5 same thing like yeah. the new xbox i don't even know what it's called xbox x series x i think yeah series x there, there's still someone like in the stores everywhere it's just ps5 that's out really okay oh, yeah yeah it's interesting to see like if you because i in japan i've gone to the I, i've owned a switch for a long time so i'm not really like actively looking to see if they're in stock or anything but you know i go into a big camera which is like an electronic store big here and Big camera, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's like a little jingle when you walk in the store. And uh, <laughs> when uh, when I see it in stock, it's obviously at the you know the the retail price. It's like three hundred dollars, I think, like uh, whatever san sanman yen. It's uh, thirty thousand yen or whatever. But uh, but then when you see it for sale used on like the marketplace, it's like one hundred and fifty percent of that price. It's like four hundred dollars. So it's so weird. Like if you go to the store, it's cheaper to buy it brand new than to buy it used from some guy selling it. So it's weird. It just depends on if you can find it new or not. So I'm trying to tell Jan, my my girlfriend, I'm trying to suggest to her to get one in the store if she can. But it, but of course that means she might have to wait if she can't find one. So I'm gonna help her try to look for just, one just, soon because she wants to play the new Monster Hunter game. Just to go off the Switch thing in stock. Um, I was in 
Yodobashi camera the other day, and I can confirm that they're still sold out. Yodobashi camera! No, sorry. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the jingle as well. <laughs> Different song. Oh, yeah. yeah Yodobashi camera for you! Yeah. Sorry. Great, uh, great part about Japan, all the stores have their own well, jingle. they are still sold out. Really. <laughs> yeah, we, that, we... and then... The other day, I saw a girl walking out with a PS5 somehow. Like, I was walking behind her, and I looked in her bag. I, I could see, like, sticking out of the bag, the PS5 box and everything. She had, like, a big bag. Yeah, what the? <laughs> Cause, cause I, was walking right be- I was walking right behind her, and she had a big bag. And I Is that a PS5? I was like, <laughs> 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 can, I, can I buy can I buy that off? Fine? I've been just wanting one so bad that I can just, like, if I see it, I can, like, tell. <laughs> That's funny. So the PS5 still seems to have a problem with scalping, and that that's probably going to be a trend that goes on for another six months or so. I would imagine it should, probably yeah. It should eventually even out at some point. Um, Xbox Series X it must not be as sought after, I guess. Yeah. Seems the trend. I, I don't. I don't really understand the PS5 hype because there's not really that many great games out yeah, at the right. moment that I really need a PS5 for. It's almost like it's almost like cryptocurrency at this point. Like it's so rare, you yeah. just want to own it as value, yeah. right? Now. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. Because you know? uh, I agree, I have no interest in looking. I feel for like one. I feel like it's like a nice rare car. You know, it looks like yeah. slick. You know what I mean? It's yeah, nice. Much. Have you guys Celebrity's seen them online? Because you know how the PS5 looks like a router, kind of. Yeah. How uh, yeah. There, there were some. There was this guy uh, somewhere in. Um, I think it was in India or in Asia somewhere where his wife didn't want him to buy a game console. So he hired a good friend of his to put on some construction clothes and pretend he was uh, like the the internet, the, the cable guy. And he shows up, he's like, here, I'm here to install your new uh, your new router. <laughs> he, he plugs a PS5. <laughs> very, very smart. Very smart. That was hilarious. Jesus. Very clever. Oh. All right, but... I have some I have some cool things to show off if you guys want to see. Sure, let's see yeah, yeah, yeah. New stock oh, with Danny. Right. New stock, not even up yet. So we have Ooh. a mint condition. Ooh. Oh. oh Come on, dude. Dude, I didn't expect it, it was going to be that good. Uh, I didn't expect Zelda Oracle of Ages for the color mint in box. The thing is, the thing is with this, it's an American copy. Oh, Dude, that's oh. even better. It's gonna kill oh my god. Oh. So the the box, the manual is American, and but the cartridge is uh, European. Bro. Oh, so there was a switch. Which is why, yeah, which is why I got it so for like for so cheap. Dude, when you say but... mint, you mean like like new mint, like it's not it's not sealed. It's not sealed. Oh, but no. it's like nice. It, it, it's, it's in good condition. Yeah. Dude, just see. Really so you could buy that box and then put. Attach your own American copy Danny. of the game. Danny. Danny. Yes, exactly. Danny. Mike looks like he... Just buy a cartridge and put it in there. <laughs> and sell it. Because those go, like, those go for a good amount. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a, quite a rare one to find a complete. Yeah. How much did you get that for? Very rare. I think I got it for $40, oh, wow. basically. And a complete copy uh, goes for like 80 90 Mike, it's a, it's a it's a double up. Mike has left the building, <laughs> and with that, I also got this. Oh, which is one of my so favorite sick. NES games. Come I, on, I love this game. The, the only thing I think is look it looks ridiculous. But... So, Danny, for our for our audio listeners, can you just 
describe what you're showing to us? Because so I'm sorry, a, do you like we like react like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a complete copy of Dragon's Lair for the SNES. That's so oh cool. I love this game. It, it's hard. I yeah. think it's super hard. But it's it's a great game. I think it looks ridiculous. I don't like the art style at all. But I love it. He's all goofy. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Uh, I, I love the like nineties cartoon the stages. The the head with feet. I love that. But have you played the original yeah. arcade? It's very fun. Mm. I have not. It's very fun. If you ever come right. visit me in uh, Portland sometime, there's an arcade that has it. We can go together. Really? I haven't seen it in an arcade yeah. anywhere. Yeah, they have one at um, Ground Control, I think. Oh, really? Which is a, bar, a cool barcade. I took yeah, yeah. you there, right? Yeah, yeah, we went there. We went there. I think they had, they have one. I don't remember. I could be wrong. <laughs> is it in Portland? They have the, like, I think there's a store that's a video game store and a, like, arcade. Or is that in Seattle? I might what, mix them up. Speaking uh, from some YouTube channel, I can't remember which one. An arcade and a store. If you know the name, I could confirm if it's, but it either way they're within driving distance like if you ever came out to oregon and we wanted to go up there we could drive up in two or three all right, hours. all right awesome yeah. awesome all yeah. right next up i have some consoles it's really dope in my opinion we have oh a watermelon red and 64 watermelon red oh in the jungle green orange. oh no i'm colorblind green. never mind <laughs> the fire orange damn man are it's they uh orange. Watermelon red N64 console. Very you got cool. the uh, yes, controllers too? Yeah, absolutely. Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> That's awesome. Those are awesome. Oh, great. Hell great. yeah. Great points. So the sticks are horrible though, so I need to change those. Just for our listeners, like this is like just a preview of how much this guy Danny here is actually purchasing because he, he sends sticks like, guys, check out what I just bought. Yeah. And it's literally like his, his entire bed just filled up with stuff like that because <laughs> he's trying to you know he takes it sorts it out sells it individually online you could probably find a lot on his website but there's probably i would imagine you have some inventory that like you haven't even gone through yet just because there's so much yeah there's a lot of things i haven't been able to go through especially since i don't live where i have my like storage because mm. i'm moving in july so everything is at my parents house here but i live at my girlfriend's house so it's not until July really everything comes up, I guess, because I actually have time for it. And but, the last, oh, what? No, nothing. I was just saying that you you just have so much. I, I'm sure we could do just a Danny segment every episode, yeah. probably. Like, probably, yeah. probably. Danny but Trump. the last things, I think these are pretty common in America, but they are quite unusual in Europe because I don't think there's a store that actually sells them. But it's the my arcades. Yeah, these are really Yeah, I've seen those. Is that a dig dug? It's a bubble it's a bobble, bobble. Bubble yep. bubble. And a bad dudes. Nice. They have those in Japan here as well. They sell them there. For those listening, it's like the mini uh, arcade yeah. cabinet that it's like a small size that fits on your desk. Like really small, like fits in your hand. Small. But it plays the real game on a little. Those are cool you know. shelf pieces. For sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Great. So they really those are not going to go up in the store. It's just going to be on my shelf. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Those are great. They, they are quite uncommon here in Europe because I think there's a North American store. I think that it's a North American company, probably. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, that sounds right. I know they do Galaga, Dig Dug. I think it's a lot of those Namco games, like like probably Pac-Man as well. But they don't do... Nintendo doesn't do them, unfortunately. If they ever did... Because yeah. I want to get... It so Kong, great. Be huge. Yeah, I want to get a... Like an original Punch-Out. Oh. Oh. Yeah. With, with the two screens. 
Wow. Have you seen an original punch out in the arcade? Yeah. It has yeah. two monitors. It's awesome. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. They yeah. have that for sure at ground control. Yeah. That? It's Hell really yeah. cool. It's, I'm not good at the game, but seeing the two monitors, like it's like a DS almost, but yeah. from back in the early 90s, it's really cool. I want to say one thing I think Nintendo is so like good with like innovation and like, you know, just the creativity, but they're so bad. Like they have, they can do so many good ideas or like just different things or just like follow the trend of something and probably just make a shit ton and make it the best. Like, yeah, I just, I don't know, but that's what makes them Nintendo, right? I almost wonder if it's like a strategic thing of like, if we like, because they, like you said, they could scratch every itch of all of us. Like, oh, if only they had this, I would buy it. If they had this, I would buy it. But if they sell too much, are they going to oversaturate? Or like, yeah. I don't know if they actually have an intention. Like, let's only release small. I don't know. Because because I feel that way. It's like, just give us what we want. Yeah. You're right there. Yeah. But, then they have, but then they do have you, you know. Yeah, they got you by the balls, their, man. There and you're just, it, so maybe that's part of the strategy. I have no idea. With yep. the internet thing, I don't think there's any excuse with that. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. That's just that's just them being stubborn, I think. Like, hmm. I don't know. They didn't invent online stuff, so they don't want to implement it. But now they're kind of having to. But it's still, we all know how that is. It's, it's, yeah. it's very lackluster for sure. Danny, thanks for showing us your uh, recent pickups. Those are awesome. Yeah, that was sick. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so going back to the Switch a little bit, if you guys don't mind, I would love, and I, 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 I apologize, I don't have, I'm going to go grab it. Um, I recently picked up the new Pokemon Snap game. And yes. oh my god, spoiler alert, I love it. I'll say that, but I want to go into why I love it. Um mm. I and I yeah, let me just go grab it really quick. I apologize to bring yeah, up yeah. the subject. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna get a we're gonna get so a live guys, review. You guys haven't played it. I haven't no. yet. I should I probably get it. I have a switch. Yeah, me too. Do you ever buy digital copies of games? That's kind of what I'm doing now. Switch. Yeah. Alright. I, I, I don't know why, like Collecting new, like a PS5 or PS4, I'm like, I don't see a point in collecting like the physical. I don't know why. You know, because like you don't even but get like a, I, you don't even get a booklet anymore. You don't get anything. I, I feel you. I feel you. But Switch is kind of different, I think, because only because it's a cartridge. Yes. In my opinion. Yes. Mm. I think so too. It's not a disc. It's a, still a cartridge. I like, it, in I, my opinion, like card. I like started yeah. buying physical, like in the beginning when I first got my Switch, but then later like the sales they have online i'm like dude i could just get like some new games yeah. are just put on sale i'm like i'm just gonna buy it i don't care yeah but uh yeah sorry eric so yeah let, no, let, I, take the floor man. Off of that, I, let's let's talk about the box really quick but i i agree with you on that on every front and the only reason i still bring myself to get on my bike and go to the store and pick up the, is that bike here in japan car in america but uh, <laughs> why are you on a bike <laughs> um is is that in 10 years from now i know i'm gonna break my switch i'm gonna lose it i'm gonna get hacked out of my account i won't be able to log in and i will no those games because that's happened to me on my ps3 i owned a copy of legend of dragon for the ps1 and then my account got like hacked yeah. and i wasn't able to like log back in and confirm that i own it and then i lost the game but i was like but i own this i should be able to play it that's the only reason i like to have the disc because i or like the call you know physical because I know in 10 years if I lose my Switch, but as long as I still have my game, I could start a new file. Sure, I might lose the file because it doesn't live on the cartridge. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's stored on the system now, but uh, that's that. Yeah, so that's my reason. But yeah. I agree with Mike. It's so nice. It's like you're laying in bed. You're like, dude, 
to get this for ch- way cheaper. Yeah. And yeah. So if it's like an indie game, I absolutely the eShop can be that. But let me let me go ahead and go into this here. So I'll yes. I'll pull out. So to go off of what Mike said, I almost kind of like I almost kind of uh customized my box so it looks like there's a manual inside. I'll show you what I mean. So first of all, let's just appreciate. I think sometimes when a game is in like the the graphic art is in Japanese, somehow like the font me being an American, I'm biased. I don't like it as much. Like, I think it looks cuter with the English font, with the, you know, the Roman, mm. you know, English alphabet, just the way that that, you know, just the way that they pop, I like it better. Yeah. So sometimes the Japanese, you're like, ah, this just doesn't look right. This one, I think they did really well. Just something about it just looks fine to me. I'm going to go ahead and zoom in on this. And maybe, Mike, we in post, we could put like an image or something. But if not, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, the new Pokemon Snap, I don't know if the American copy is the same art or not, but this is the Japanese one. So you can see it's news written in English, but. Pokemon Snapu is written in Japanese here, uh, but I think it looks great. It's really cool. Um, there's some Pokemon in here. Me as a, uh, as I'm getting older, there's some new generations in here that I haven't kept up with. But that's kind of fun too to kind of discover. Like, well, although it's also kind of a bummer to discover that some of the new Pokemon are literally like ice cream cones and shit. Like, <laughs> have you seen that? Like, yeah. there's like there's like keys on a ring like in a that garbage bag. So it's turning more in into this, like Japanese spirit ghost than in, in this in this snap is every Pokemon in it, not the like the first. No, I don't think it's every Pokemon. Um, I think it's limited, and they 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 clearly um, they clearly are also catering to people like me who are coming back to it. So there's a lot of Pokemon okay. from the first gen, like I would imagine okay. on purpose. You can see Dodrio on the front, and you got Pichu, and they got Eevee, but but they mix in some of the new ones that are cute, and you got Badoof on the back here. So I'll show you Badoof. the Badoof the Badoofin. Yeah. So, but I'll show you. So you're like, wow, I'm so happy. I bought the physical version. Let's open it up. Wow. I can't wait to say, oh, there's nothing inside. I mean, the art's kind Beautiful of Beautiful art. That is nice. At least it's so cartridge. Wow. Yeah. My cart's in the game. They just send you a, a download wow, file. Really <laughs> the box. If there's any reason to buy the physical version for a switch is just that the, the cartridge is so tiny. This way you don't lose it. <laughs> like, Dude, I don't know. Hey, I don't know why else you would want to Hey, hey, hey. Also, why do they have clips on the right if you there's nothing in there? Dude, absolutely <laughs> my question. To which, then, thank you for that. That was a perfect segue. At the store, they were giving out these little pamphlets. They're, they're just brochures. They're free. And they just describe the game. And this is almost kind of like the manual in a sense. Yeah. It, it's got just how to play the game, what it does. And it even has some... Um, just some dedicated uh, artwork panels here. So very cool yeah. for some of the, the photos you can take. So what I did, check this out. And this must have been intentional. Well, this one, while it doesn't fit into the clips, it does fit right here. I put that right there. Oh, wow. Just because it feels like a manual. Like in, in a couple of years, if I open this up, I can go down memory lane and look at that. But yeah. mine, because I did a little pre-order, um, this came out, I think it's a, I was trying to read it and I'm so out of the loop. Apparently there's like a new machine in arcades that you can get these little medals where if you pay a hundred yen you can buy a blank medal and then if you pay another hundred yen you can put the medal in and it prints a sticker on it for you so you can like collect these kind of like pokemon oh. cards i think so, so th- my pre-order the game came with um a lapras medal with like a little instruction manual inside i'm like what it is that's and cool. i let that sealed. i put that in the in the clips there we go <laughs> so you're saying that that like in the arcades in Japan, there's a game that you can connect that with. Apparently, yeah, because on the that's, back of this, oh, dude, that's like yeah, um, 
I so think cool. a machine that you can pay money to collect these these medals. So yeah. maybe this will have some value or something. But this came with my pre-order for free. I've seen a couple times in Japan. Um, there's a couple arcade games. I think there's a Dragon Ball Z one as well as a Pokemon one that uses these metal mm-hmm. things. And kids just like sh- collect these medals and they show up to the arcades and they just like go in on with these medals to battle. Yeah, and stuff. I think I think you, I think there must be a game involved where it's like if you if you yeah. push it onto it, it'll come up and then you can take a picture or battle with it. I'm not sure what the actual yeah. game is, but um, but yeah, you're right, Sebastian. They have a lot of games like that where you bring your own cards or you bring your own medals and loading them into the game loads them up because arcades are still um actually a thing in japan because a lot of people walk on foot so uh it's accessible and it's fun i go in there every and they're online too that's a cool thing with the japanese you can play tekken and if you choose the online mode in your arcade you could play like i could be here in osaka and play a guy who's playing in tokyo but of course you could do that from your ps5 your ps4 at home but you can't do it on nintendo switch on a real machine it's different (laughs) Sorry, did I interrupt? I said you can't do that on Nintendo Switch, though. (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) No, you cannot. That's true. Dude, I think think it'd be super cool to do a... Maybe in the future we could do an episode on, like, arcades. Because I think we've all, you know, done arcades in Japan. And I guess we could compare them to in uh, America, too, or around the world. Um, But also, like, the physical, like, items used. Because that's so cool that you can, like, you get something from a game series, you know, another game, and then you can use that... To go to the arcade and play something i know they have a couple games where they have like cards you can buy and they like scan like i think it'd be cool to go in more in depth to like specific games and stuff in the future i'm surprised Yu-Gi-Oh never capitalized yeah right that's oh, insane. Yeah, true if you could take your Yu-Gi-Oh collection and go to the arcade and it says like load your deck please yeah. and it like scans your cards with oh. some scanner and then you could play with them like yeah. online that'd be awesome because then you then rather than going to like a, a card shop and playing you know, on a Friday, you know, if, I don't know if you guys have ever played Friday Night Magic. Maybe Danny probably has, or yeah, I mean, yeah. But you have to go in. You know, there's one night a week where everyone gets together. It's sweaty. It's fun. Yeah. But maybe it's not. It doesn't work for everyone. So it'd be cool if you could go into your local machine and play online, but with the deck that you actually own. So it's still something you have to kind of like buy for. I don't know. I, I love playing Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh and all those games were so yeah. fun. But yeah, that would be fun to talk about. And then uh, just going off, you were saying arcades. Um, like I, I'm a big fan of those classic arcade Donkey Kong and yeah, uh, Berserk and uh, uh, Burger Time, and I used to I used to build some custom Mame cabinets. So I think we oh, should yeah. do that. Time to talk about, yeah. Um, so to go into the Switch though, or into the Pokemon Snap, let me ask you guys: Did you guys grow up playing the original game at all on the N64? I never played it, but I've seen it. Okay, like, I've seen everything you can do in it, and blah blah blah. Like okay. all the secrets and all that. And then Mike and Sebastian, I don't think you guys had N64 growing so, up, right? Uh, but yeah. but we, had, we had an experience playing Pokemon Snap because we would go over our cousin's house and he had an X- N64 and he had Pokemon Snap. I'm going to grab my copy of the original. Really. That's such a fun game to play together. Wow. Such a good co-op yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, just take, and take it's so, pictures. I love that it's just so simple, too. Let's it check, is, out the, uh, check out the... Aww. This is the original... Uh, the original game, the Japanese copy. I don't know what the American one looks like because it's probably in that standard American N64 box. I forget what it looks like. Um, but this is the Japanese one. They actually designed it to look like a piece of like Kodak film or like oh, a wow. disposable oh, camera. Okay. You know, it's, yeah, it has yeah. a clip. You can... yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that cover, yeah. man. It's really cool. So this is the just Pokemon Pokemon Snap. It's the original game. 
And uh, you got Todd there, who's the camera guy and Professor Oak, really cool. So that's the original game. And then you have it right alongside the new one. So I grew up, I actually have a story with playing this first game. The first time I played it, um, my family was family friends with these folks that lived in the countryside. And we went, we would always go and stay with them for a couple days, really out in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of Eastern Oregon. So it's kind of dry desert. They have horses and um, we'd stay, you know, tree forts, really kind of adventurous, wild. We'd go and stay for a couple days. Well, <laughs> their son, who was like my age, it was his birthday. Um, and at the time we didn't own this game, but he got this game for his birthday and rather, or he got it like early, I think. So it was already in their N64. So on the birthday, when they were having the birthday party and everyone was outside celebrating, I secretly like snuck away and was in their house playing Pokemon Snap because I wanted to play so bad. And I got in trouble. My parents were super pissed because that's obviously, you know, it's super rude. He's having a birthday party and I'm not even there. I'm just playing a game. And so I was banned from playing the system for the rest of the day. I was super, super sad, but it was my fault. <laughs> That's my little Happy birthday. What's your Nintendo 64? <laughs> I, I was trying to catch that Gyarados, dude. He was in the water. Yeah. Out. Uh, I, I adore this game. And this, uh, I think this goes without saying maybe, but maybe for those that don't know, this is kind of a love or hate mm. game. People either really, really love this game or they really, really don't like it. And mm. it's, it make, I don't blame those who don't like it because it's just, um, I think you would probably just have to be in the right circumstances for it to come out and you to want to play it. At, when, when this came out as a kid, I think it came out like 96, 98, uh, 99 maybe. I mean, Pokemon was, that was the thing. Everyone at that, as we all know, like this isn't news or anything, but just at that time, Pokemon was life. And then for, for this to come out where you can, um, and it wasn't even just the novelty that you can take photos. That's not even really so important. Like, oh, I can have a picture. That That's not the fun. The fun of it is that it's on for, the, if you don't know, you're basically on this cart and you start at the beginning of the level and you're on rails, almost like a, like a Disneyland ride, like Pirates of the Caribbean. So imagine yeah. you're on Pirates of the Caribbean and while you're on it, you have your camera, which you're not supposed to do at Disneyland. But imagine you could. And as, you know, as something flies by, you try to get a picture of it. And then you turn around and there's some, there's some like alligator behind you and you get a picture of it. Yeah. And at the end of the level, it's about a minute long. It's really short, like two minutes maybe. You're rated on how well you got your photos. And the, the idea of the game is that you, it's not possible to get a good photo of every single Pokemon in the stage without doing it multiple times. You have to go through multiple times. And every time it's the same. There's never, it's not like, oh, I got unlucky. He didn't come out this, he'll come out every time. So if you know that like, oh, he's going to come out like at this right moment, you could load the stage and like not move and just wait for a, you wait for one particular Pokemon. Something about that repetitive doing it again, it being on rails and it being short reminds me a lot of playing an arcade game. I love I love that kind of part of retro gaming where I can turn on my Super Nintendo and it's um say a game like um Super Ghouls and Ghosts, mm. super brutally hard, but I can play it for 10 minutes only and feel like I got a full, like, okay, I feel good. Like, yeah. I don't even have to, you could play for five hours or for 20 minutes and you feel satisfied because yeah. it's it's meant to be short, quick, and brutally difficult. This feels a lot like that. You load in your stage. There's only like five stages, but you, by, you know, by the end it gets old because you memorize everything and it, it does lose its replayability after a while. Mm. So in comes the new Pokemon Snap. Mm. Oh boy. Oh yeah. This game, um, and I'll say, I think part of the reason why I'm so psyched about this, because obviously this is a pretty hard game to mess up. Like if they're just, if they just have to recycle what worked, it shouldn't be difficult. You just 
put the same thing, but polish it up with new graphics, put in some new Pokemon, maybe a couple abilities and a couple secrets, you're good. And uh, essentially, spoiler, that's kind of what they did, which I'm happy for. The reason I'm so stoked... Oh, I can hear my phone going off. I got to grab that. But I'm sorry, I keep getting interrupted here. But uh, <laughs> the reason I'm so stoked is in this modern day, you know, age with Pokemon Go and a lot of, you know, Fire Emblem and Mario Kart coming out on, they have sort of some app versions of these games now. I, my concern was that, oh, Pokemon Snap, they're guaranteed to make it somehow require a smartphone, was my concern. That was, I thought, I had, I had if I was betting money, I thought without a doubt, they were going, or make your, yeah, like you would have to have your smartphone connected and you'd have to go outside and take a photo of a Pikachu that's sitting in a tree that's outside your house and then upload it and share it to the cloud and share it to your social media. And I'm like, I don't want any of that. Like I, I want Pokemon Snap. I want to get in that cart, take photos, get mm. raided by Professor Oak and call it a day. They fucking did it. They, they did. There's no, I mean, you can, of course, you can like share the photos to your Twitter and stuff like that, but it's not required. It's more of like, if you just want to share the photo, which actually is very nice. Um, but there's no, there's no, none of that. It's exactly what the original game was. Um, and th I don't think this goes into spoiler, but basically, yes, there's a limited amount of stages, just like the first game. But the difference in this one is after you play a certain stage enough, you gain experience and you'll eventually unlock the level two version of that stage. So each stage has multiple levels and you can choose which one to play. So I want to play level one of this stage and you can play that a million times. Okay, now I want to go to level two and it changes what happened. Like the poke, like maybe it's all the same Pokemon, but this time this Pokemon's over here and this one's over here. Uh, okay. So you start to okay. see little, you start to see little tricks and how they interact with each other. And then there's little secrets where like, if you hit this Pokemon on the head before this one does this, it'll unlock a secret route and you can go behind something. Oh. I like that. Kind of like Starbox, where you can yeah, go behind yeah. the waterfall. Yeah. So much fun. I can't. If you, I'll just say, if you're a fan of the original game or have an interest, I could not recommend this enough. Um, I'm about 10 hours into it, and it's, I just play this with the hugest smile on my face. And I, I maybe there is nostalgia here, but it's truly, I, I will always love this. It's super. So Nintendo gets an A. Plus, and Mario Party getting online, Nintendo's in high spirits with their, there we go. their good work so that's my review so far of cool spoiler free Pokemon that's the first Snaps. review for the for the scanlines podcast man Very fine. I I thank you i want to make a comment on the pokemon snap yeah. um so that was actually i believe that this pokemon snap was not developed by nintendo because they, they gave it out to a third party so they get it was developed by bandai namco mm. oh so okay. they actually gave so it wasn't like pokemon studio that was working on it it was actually bandai namco that did the oh, really? development for this so that's why it. I think it's like a good thing because if it was Pokemon Studio, it might might not have been as good because they. I think these third party companies they have a little bit more freedom and like artistic direction of how they want to represent things, and I think it might have made things work in their favor. Didn't po didn't Pokemon Company aren't they not making the uh, the new Pokemon's too? Was it what, Game Freak? Isn't I it someone else right now? I think they're making the new one, like the Poke what I forget what it's called, the Legends Arceus or something like that. But I don't know about the remakes of the Diamond and Pearl. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm trying to look it up and see what which games Game Freak made. So did they make both Sword and Shield and 
what, what's the other bundle called? Yes. Like, I remember hearing something about they're not Let's go Sword and Shield, yes, was developed by Pokemon Studio themselves. The Pokemon yeah. so, and then uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Is that Pokemon Studio as well? I'm on the Wikipedia right now, and it doesn't look like the Let's Go... Oh, no, it is. Sorry. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, it says, was made by the Nintendo Pokemon Company. Um, oh, does this separate it from Game Freak? I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be quiet for a sec. Listen. Developed by Game Freak. Okay. So these, yeah, it was... It was Apparently, Game Freak was involved with Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon X and Y, Pokemon um, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I forgot about those. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. Okay. And so those are um, new ones. Sword and Shield. And then also the new one coming out next year is called Pokemon Legends Arceus, apparently. And they're doing that too. Yeah, they okay, seem to be. Okay. Maybe I heard that from something okay. else. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if they're changed, like, if they're not doing it anymore, because I, I guess they're just focusing on making Pokemon games. You know, yeah, and maybe all the side stuff they're gonna, you know, give to someone else. Which I yeah, think it looks it like they would be cool. Game series, like there's this game called Giga Wrecker. I've never heard of that, but it looks like they they worked on that for PC. And but you're probably right. Giga Wrecker is on the Switch as well, I think. That game. I think there's a limited, limited run release. I mean, that would make sense if it is. I think it is. I had a copy that was sold at least. I'm not sure oh, really? who published it though, but. What what uh, what was the last? Po- I mean, for our listeners who don't like Pokemon, they've they've tuned out by now. But for anyone who, <laughs> I grew up with Pokemon, big part of my childhood. What yeah, was the last game in the series before you kind of retired the series, or are you still playing? So, like, anyway, I I remember I bought it, but I never finished it because I didn't like it. Was Pokemon Black? Yeah, me white. too. Me too. On the DS. After, like after the Game Boy era, uh, I think Pokemon kind of went downhill a bit. I would agree with that. I bought, I played Black and White, and I think I, I think I only beat it because I thought I wanted to love it. But looking oh. back, I don't think I really liked it. And then I bought Black and White two, and never finished. It. That's when I jumped ship. All right. Yeah. So, how about you guys, Mike and Sebastian? Oh, he's got the Pokemon Crystal in box. Very nice. I got the U.S. and Japanese versions. Those are great. <laughs> I know Sebastian, you love Crystal version. The Crystal is my favorite. Um, I still play this. I still I, I play the Japanese version because I use it kind of to like practice Japanese. It's kind of fun to like be able to play the game in Japanese um, and like see if I can understand what they're saying. But it's reading like, the Pokemon names in Japanese is not fun though, huh? Because it's all different. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun, but you get you get used to it. You know, it's yeah. still still the same thing. You're just like, oh, it's like, it's like whatever it says, like Fushigi down and it's Bulbasaur. Fuck it, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think. Well, yeah, I, the last one I played was uh, Sun and Moon, I believe, because I had the DS, 3DS. And then after that, I never played any. Um, I think I skipped X and Y. I, I did Black and White. I didn't do Black and White 2. But, um, oh, this is Black Moon. and White 2, yeah. I kind of forget about that. Yeah, it's like, I don't even know why they made that. I think it's just like a different story and stuff. I don't even know. It wasn't very good, in my opinion. It's too much. It's too <laughs> yeah. much. Uh, Mike, Mike, um, you, what was yeah, your... I'm just looking through all the games. So I did play Sun and Moon, and I think I st- I stopped there. And then I think a bunch of random games came out, and then it was like Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. I did. I don't know why. Maybe for you guys feel the same way, or I remember like Pokemon was so amazing. Like, like you know, all the way like Emerald, Red, Blue. Like you know, like every year it was just like a banger after banger, right? And then like once it started getting like the 3D, I think. For a lot of people, it kind of fell off, but I I still yeah. would just buy the games because I'm like it's Pokemon. I have to buy it, you know. And uh, once you know it 
I've even bought Sword and Shield, and I was like, oh, this is cool because it's the 3D. Like I was like, this is what we always wanted, right? Like the 3D right. world, you can run around free. But like, dude, I don't know if you guys played Sword and Shield, but I didn't die once. I didn't. One of my Pokemon didn't die <laughs> once, dude. Like, and that's bad. That's my problem with the series a whole one hundred percent is yeah, that man. there's no there's no challenge mode. Yeah. There's no. There's no like let's actually make the person think a little bit yeah. and die a couple times yeah. and try, try again. There's none of that. And it's why the same thing with puzzles, like compared to like the electric gym in I can't remember what game it is. But like compared the puzzles, the old puzzles to the new puzzles. I, oh, you mean the you, you mean, mean the electric red, right? It, the Lieutenant Surge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Gotta look in the garbage. That's the, the most obscure puzzle in the world. Yeah, <laughs> look in the trash bin. Yeah, it, it, they they are really like the the target audience now is kids. Yeah, which right. is not weird because like no, it's mostly kids that play it, and they want to focus on kids because they want to sell arts as well. Yeah. I guess, and it's not that. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Go. I was gonna say my my concern with that argument of course where it's like yeah it's for kids but would it be so hard to have like some cheat code or something you can unlock after playing through it once that unlocks like a harder mode and yeah. i i know what listeners are going to say but eric in black and white too they did do that because that was the whole reason i played black and white was they said if you play the game once it unlocks a challenge mode that makes mm -hmm. it harder and they actually technically did but it was i i and I, I didn't do my research because I didn't know we were going to talk about this or anything. But I, I remember the challenge mode not being what I wanted it to. There was, there was like a more difficult way to play the game after you beat it once. First argument is after you beat it once, you're kind of burnt out and you're like, I don't want to do that. And so like by then, like I think the option should be you should be able to choose from the main menu or have it be a cheat code. If they really don't want kids to know that it's there, then allow the adults to be able to go into the options, load in some something and then choose it and go to hard mode something it can't be that difficult to implement just a second version of the game where not you don't have to change the game it's just changing values it's changing just the difficulty and maybe the randomness a bit i mean obviously i'm not a programmer so it, it it's probably a little more involved than that but for them to just be like yeah it's just for kids but you couldn't just add one small mode that just tweaks it a bit hmm. Dude, there's, there's, no, there's no reason not to have an easy, normal, hard, like, on there. You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah. It's like, I'm sure all it's, it's like going to do is lower parameters. levels and higher levels. That's it. It's, it's going to change level amounts. You just have to grind more so, or not. Going on this, like, easy, medium, hard, should Dark Soul have a easy mode? That's a rare that exception. That target kids? Because, so now, it's like, we're not kids, so we don't really care about their opinion. But, but it's yeah. made for rated M, so I don't think they even so, want... Yeah. Yeah. Now we're comparing rating wise. Pokemon and Dark Souls. So, really quickly, because I, I know, I'll, I'll say there's probably people listening like, but Eric, I, there is a way to play a hard mode Pokemon. And so, there is an exception yeah. to want to scratch that itch of playing like a challenge mode where it's actually hard, like where like you're facing a boss. And let's, before I even go into that, let's just appreciate like why is Dark Souls so fun? I, we don't, everyone's talked to death about Dark Souls, but. It's it's a refreshing it's a refreshing slap in the face in a time where games hold your hands, right? Like that's yeah. why that game stands out so much. You're like, holy shit, I can't beat this guy. Well, get good. Do it again. Mm. You're like, fuck. It's kind of refreshing. It's like it's like cold water on your face. Oh, I gotta it wakes you up a bit. It reminds you of that games used to be fucking hard. And I know we're getting old and we're so we're kind of like, Argh. 
games today are too easy. But if there's no excuse for a programmer, I don't think, to have the option to play both an easy and a hard mode. Because some people want, some people are just tired. They work too much. They, you know, they're working graveyard shifts. They want to come home, home. They want to be the hero from level one. They want to be the dragonborn and glide through the experience and just kind of relax. That's fine. I want my ass kicked. I want to get punished. I want that. I want that. What's that? The BDSM shit. I want the, in a game. For, <laughs> ah, punish me. I want that. It's it's when you finally beat that boss after it pissed you off for like three days, man, it's like a legend in your head. It's like a story. It becomes this part of your your past. As nerdy as all this sounds, it's 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 something that actually is awesome. Uh, so for that to if that could be in a Pokemon game where like oh my god, there's a as a kid when you went to the gym leader, it was probably kind of scary. You know, you're like oh my gosh, like it's intense. But as an adult, you realize this isn't going to be hard. I'm going to blast through the whole game like Mike did with Sword and Shield. I'm never going to die. I'm never gonna, never gonna, what do they call it? Blacking out or whiting out or whatever. Like that'll never happen once. Yeah. So the, there is a way to do that with, I don't know how far up it goes, but people release modded versions of the game to achieve this. So it's not officially supported by Nintendo, but there are, um, I think it's called like the Nuzlocke version yeah. of the game. Yeah. You're I mean, in- where if a Pokemon dies, yeah, well, I mean that's, that's not really modded, I guess. So like that you can do without modding. So it's just, but it's always yeah. like the people have to come up with something. Like let's make exactly. a rule. You know what I mean? That exactly. if you die, you have to release that Pokemon or whatever. If it dies, you have to release it, which means it's like dead. Yeah. If well, yeah, you can you, release Pokemon. Yeah, you can just yeah. put them in the computer. Yep, you can uh, perma ban them. If you put them in the computer, you can then release them if you run out of space. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But and, that's like that's like if you're walking outside and it's like, oh, hold your breath when you're stepping on a crack or yeah, something. Yeah, to challenge like, yourself. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a car. It's like a game you play on a road trip, kind of. Yeah. You're making you're making limitations and rules for certain things yeah. just for the fun of it. And as fun as that is, I wish just there was an official version. Of it. it would yeah. just be nice if the official game was something like that. Danny's a Danny, you good? Yeah. I thought he show off. I wanted I wanted to add also is like. Like uh, Nintendo is very not good at like really reaching out to the I think the communities of like hardcore people that game like they're different different franchises and they're like dedicated to them, especially like competitive play. Like I feel like they just don't care at all, man. And Pokemon, well, has, like, Pokemon, has, yeah, Smash, like Dude. and and yeah. Pokemon, um, like there's a huge competitive scene. Like and that reached out to even like. People that I worked with at like multiple jobs, like are like random, like I don't want to be disrespectful, but a couple normies, just like going hardcore Pokemon, like competitive. I'm like, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like that they could at least do that. But there's no avenue for people to like know about that, or you have to find it yourself. Like Nintendo doesn't like uplift any of like outside sources. You know, it's only like Nintendo. That's it. I I kind of feel like after well, when the Wii got released and it got such like the sales yeah because it was a family consoles yeah, yeah, yeah. like they, they kind of looked away from the like the pro gamers and mm. the competitive scene and just focused on all right this is for the whole family casual yeah yeah because I the game the can also just have a setting that also pleases the fans like that that yeah. want it and i think sales yeah. would be, it wouldn't go up enough for nintendo to, to scoff at so maybe that's why but it wouldn't be hard to pr- if you've already made the game just make a hard mode just even if it's just making the the bosses 
HP yeah, be trouble, more help, which, yeah. Yeah, it's not a it's a lazy way to do it, but do something. Yeah. I don't know. Cause us growing up, you know, and this is kind of a new generation, so I hope they adjust to it that people old people are gonna be gamers in the next twenty years. Yeah. Like when we're getting old and we're starting to retire and become grandparents and stuff like that, we will be playing games. We will not be what do they do? Drink whiskey and play poker? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be playing games. Like they play bingo, right? Like we're gonna be in retirement homes online yeah. playing world war you know what I mean? like yeah. and runescape danny so danny and i will probably die a lot sooner due to runescape I think. yeah probably. eric will be playing sea shanty till he dies yeah <laughs> we'll play it at your funeral eric oh my mic doesn't pick up but pick it up. <laughs> um, one thing one thing to say though the go ahead it sounds beautiful all right here's one note <laughs> yeah, one thing to say though, um, the Pokemon creator on the during Sword and Shield, I forget what his name is, Matsuda or something. I don't, I don't, maybe wrong guy, but um, he said that they're like with Pokemon games, like Sword and Shield, like they're making them easier because people don't have so much time nowadays, and people's attention spans are different, pretty much. It's the smartphone era. It's the smartphone drone zombie era of. I want to sit there and push go and see it go. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Go. Yay. I guess that, 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 that's kind of why like all the hit games that are on right now, like Fortnite and the, it's all competitive games because the challenging yourself side has kind of disappeared and just showing off to friends because of the online era as well, because it's more fun to show off to your friends that, holy shit, I'm this good at this game, then showing off to yourself, like, holy shit, I actually yeah. beat this game mm. finally. Yeah. It means more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, one versus 100 and you're number one, it, it does yeah. feel good. Like, it does. Yeah. There is it, something it does, it does. Dude. Sure. But, and it's like, it's so much easier to share it and everything. Yeah. Like, sure, you had some forums that had, like, 100 members that you can show off your accomplishments, yeah. but now you can just post on Facebook and show all your friends or That's Twitter right. or Instagram or everything. Hey, if you can play a day, your chances of getting that W are a lot higher. So you can yeah. just share the second yeah. clip and you'll probably get one once a day or something, you know, once every other day. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be real. Like I got into a big, like call, like I, I haven't played call of duty since like, like, a, I don't know. It was like modern warfare something a long time. Modern ago. Warfare but two? I, yeah. Probably modern warfare two. Um, but uh, coming back, I started playing like a year ago. Uh, I stopped now because I just like, it's too, talk about, so we got to talk about companies that don't give a shit about like anything about their game. EA Sports. Dude, Activision <laughs> and Infinity Ward. Like I could do a whole segment on that, man. But I'm just going to leave, leave it short. But that like Battle Royale is so addicting. Like the rush I would get, yeah. I felt like I was playing competitive like, like competitively every time and if you yeah. have a squad of four people like going in like game after game and you're getting closer and closer and then you're one like number one dude i'd be shaking like I'd, i feel like i'd be having withdrawals like it's crazy that that's, that's, that's kind of great. is awesome i i mean there's a reason it's so successful yeah man like, yeah. they're like all talking yeah, like you're all linked up it's, you're all like you're giving comms to each it's, other it's like, just I think every single battleground mode is so addictive because I've started playing what's it called Geo Visser? No, mm. Geo Guesser. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you get 
you get placed on a map I by Google, you, yes, and I they have a battleground yes, mode that's so addictive. So you're playing against ten other people, and you have to guess before like the last person does, or otherwise you're out. Is that the game where you're be... in a field in France, and you have to guess that you're in France? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. On the map. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to you, you have really to be if you're furthest away, you get like knocked out. Okay. So <laughs> it, it's it's super addictive. They even added those battle royale modes for Tetris and Mario on the Switch. Yep. Those were awesome. Super fun. They're well, I, they're. I think not. they got rid of those though. No. Sorry. I think those were like limited time. They are. Which they, is I think like they were like experimental why? that they just release it limited so that why? there's more hype. More Nintendo bullshit. <laughs> <It's> like, My... <laughs> get rid of it. Like people like loved it too. I'm pretty sure. Let's think. Let's think like like actually logically why you would have a limited run of of that, and we can talk about the Mario triple yeah. thing it as well. But why would you make Tetris limited for only like three months on? Reason one I could think is that oh well we'll release it. It will be fun, and then it's going to peter off, and there's going to be no one playing it, and you won't have enough people to fill up the hundred. Maybe I don't know. Possible reason mm -hmm. number two. Let's just bring hype to it because it's so experimental. We don't even know if it's going to be successful. But if we only have it for three months, a lot more people are going to try it, and then we'll put it away. And if it does very, very, very well, maybe we'll release it a year later or something with an update. And those are the only two reasons I could think of personally. What, what yeah. do you guys think? Why no, would you I limit? Agree. Yeah, I think those are the only reasons. Yeah, I don't know because it being a hundred, like yeah, if it peters off to where like trying to load a hundred people around the world ta starts taking 10, 15, 20 minutes because there's not enough people that's a potential issue you know how long can that last so maybe if they know like well we eventually want to get the the game offline eventually let's just do a limited run how about that that way we like they know it's going to get removed they're not like angry at us when we pull it off this i don't know this is so, why nintendo doesn't do online because servers cost a lot of money yeah true true that's kind um, of it right like but they're, they're you're the richest company in yeah, japan they, i mean you're, but you're the number one they company don't care in japan. dude COVID but, didn't help the release of Nintendo World, though, that's for sure. They might. Have, oh, maybe that costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Have they ever done a limited run game before the 3D All-Stars? Mm, I don't like, So. Are they just, like, trying out to see if, all right, if we put this on limited run, can we sell as many copies that we would do, to like, in five years, in one year instead? Yeah, maybe it speeds up the sales a bit because if people know, like, oh, I can just yeah. wait to buy it when it's cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Right. Kind of want to go get your copy. Don't miss the opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. Wasn't this thing like free though? With, oh, like, you're Nintendo talking about Yeah, that thing. Tetris and Mario were free. I think. Yeah, yeah they were Nintendo free. Online. Oh, okay. You could buy it though. Wait, wait a minute. No, there is a physical version of Tetris 99, though, for sale. I just remembered. If you go into the store, you can see it. No, I think so that's a separate that? game. That's a separate game, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I think so actually, was the game mode of... free? Or... Yes, this was, like, I think oh. a Nintendo Online thing. where Because Nintendo Online, would some t you know how it has, like, the virtual consoles? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure they added, like, these two, like, games, basically, like, together as, like, a separate kind of game. Wait, maybe we're just we didn't research enough. Is it that they put it up online for free temporarily, and if, yeah. then they take it off, and then if you want to play it again, you just have to buy it? Is that how that works? Is that how it, is that how they did it? I'm gonna start googling. Tetris <laughs> Royale, Tetris ninety nine. Um, I'm pretty sure that's a separate game. 
I think the the yep. the, the one the, the one hundred player battle thing was called Tetris Royale. Yeah. Tetris ninety nine is separate. Yeah, those are separate games. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ninety nine is like the new Tetris, and people actually, in terms of Tetris, I actually watched something recently. This would be a cool thing to talk about too, um, in a future podcast, maybe getting more in depth, like uh, specific like um, ways to play games. Uh, supposedly there's a new like way to play Tetris. Like there's certain like ways to hold the controller or like to press the buttons. Uh, there's like like uh, hyper tapping like, and they do rolling or some shit. And like I don't know, I was watching it today and like they found a brand new thing and it's like destroying like records. Really? That's always super oh. cool to see. And this the is on N- on NES. Chess players. It's like oh, the NES. Yeah, the NES one. And really. This is- find it out now yeah oh wow it's pretty crazy this one kid dude i love i love hearing like these kinds of things i think like it's similar to like the way melee players play like the what was that kid's name the sphinx kid yeah they have their own (laughs) special thing this one kid would hold the the nes controller on his foot and like play (laughs) and he'd like Like he would leverage it with his foot (laughs) it's like i don't know man and it made him better yeah, like that's the way he would play. And he was like killing records. Can I explain the Sphinx really quick? Yes, <laughs> please. I so, love this. <laughs> so Super Smash Brothers Melee, for those that don't know, probably do know though, there is like a competitive scene of people that still play the game. They, they bring their old tube televisions because there's no lag and they play the shit competitively. Uh, friends and I got into it for a bit. I, I, I now just play casually for fun because they have the online stuff you can do uh, with Slippy and stuff. But I have a lot of friends that still play. So when we were all studying abroad here in Japan, we joined a, a small tournament and a lot there was actually a lot of pro players that showed up and I'm I'm nowhere near that, but we have a Anthony actually. No, we can the podcast knows him. It's Anthony. He's, yeah, we he's a really, really strong player. And he plays uh, he goes under that tag Ant and he plays Samus and uh, Luigi. And is that it? He, I mean, I know he probably has other alt characters, but there's yeah. this there was this pro player that showed up. He's known as the Sphinx. And Mike, why is he known as the Sphinx? So so I for, I forgot what's his actual name though. I feel like he has another like nickname. Let's not even worry about it. No. Buddy. Okay. Yeah. So 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 the so the Sphinx from what I'll Eric to... told me is he actually met him, right? You met him going to like a yeah. a little tournament. And yeah. uh the way he plays basically is let's go to Egypt and you know the the Sphinx that just sits there. He goes on like a chair, right? And he's playing like this. Like going down. <laughs> I want to put up a little picture. I'm gonna so put a little can. picture on the side of a. Uh, maybe I can. So find the a controller's on the ground, and he's on what? What? I don't like, what in the air? He he puts. He basically sets up. Shows <laughs> a chair. And, a chair, chair and he, he gets on his hands and knees so that his hand, that his elbows are on the chair, and he's playing, looking at the screen like this. But he's on his hands and knees. But he brings two chairs so that he's lifted up because that's how he used to play living in Japan. He would play like this. Wow. So when he goes to tournaments, he will not play unless he's doing that. But it's hilarious because you're literally like on all fours, exposing your ass to the audience. <laughs> and he's destroying. That's the thing. It's yeah. just really, really good. But it's this, we, they, wow. he, he earned the name the Sphinx because he looks like the cat that's sitting on yeah. his hands. <laughs> The Sphinx, dude. What is his actual? <laughs> oh, his, his uh, tag is called um, Rudolph. Is Rudolph. His tag. Okay, okay. Rudolph. But uh, Sphinx is a lot cooler. So yeah. <laughs> I wish I could share my screen or something. But if you just if you click on that image on Google and just start going into like the branching images, dude, he has some of the. Fun- 
funniest photos. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna seen. I'm gonna actually edit in like pictures and stuff this episode. Great. So I'm gonna put Great. it right next to. Up here. This guy is he's 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 a guy who does not give a does not give a crap what people think how he looks. Oh my god, he's got that game confidence. Yeah. I'm looking at the pose right now. It's crazy. He doesn't care, and it's just how yeah, like I <laughs> the amount of like. I can imagine so many people if they've never seen that, they're like, "What are you doing? <laughs> are you?" Like, Looks ridiculous. Being irritated, but it's so funny. You see like three regular people just playing, and then next to them is this guy on all fours, and he's just—it's how he plays. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of, I can imagine like being a non-gamer <laughs> and just walking past. And it's like, all right, that's 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 kind of oh. that's kind of what I see. <laughs> that's <what laughs> I the funniest shit in the world. Goddamn nerds. To see him in real life was truly an honor. I was, yeah, that was hilarious. The legend, can I, you'd be like, can I have a picture with you in the pose? Show the pose though. Show the pose though, Mike. I'm gonna put it up on the on the on it. Mike, you want to hear a quick story related yes, to this? Yes. <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't join that tournament, right? Like you weren't there. No. Okay, so me, Ant, and Rob. You remember Rob? We Where's all went. Rob? Where's shout Rob? Out, shout out to Rob. And the event, the venue where this event took place was at a city hall in Japan. They have these, like, if you go to city hall, you can rent out rooms because space in Japan is obviously very limited. Um, but even in America, like, people will, like, you know, go to some sort of, like, a convention. I mean, not well, for, like, a big event, it'd be at a convention. <clears throat> but for, like, a small tournament, you'd go to, like, a, a local game store. Usually it's at mm. a game store, like a card shop. Yeah. They'll, they'll open space once a week for Smash players to TVs and play. So in Japan, a lot of the times when they do Smash stuff, um, at least the ones I've been to, you go to City Hall and you basically reserve a room, pay a little money. So everyone who goes to the tournament, they pay like a $10 entry fee, and that helps pay for the room and also for the prize of the tournament, right? Um, so we went to that tournament. We saw the Sphinx. We played against the legendary Yoshi player, Amsa. He signed my copy. It was awesome. Now... That was during studying abroad. So we graduate. We all go home to America. I eventually come back to Japan. And I, uh, I've i I've been working at a bunch of different English teaching jobs since I've lived here. At my current job, last two years ago, before COVID, we every year there's a, a, a Christmas party event. Santa shows up and the kids, it's like an English thing where they can talk to Santa and tell them what they want and they get candy and stuff. The venue where we hosted two years ago's Christmas event was the exact same building and the exact same room as the smash tournament and i didn't realize it until i was in there i'm like this looks very familiar and i checked my map because i remembered after the tournament i went to a book off and i bought a copy of pokemon i bought a copy of smash for n64 uh in box they had it for sale for like 20 bucks just by oh, hell yeah. so i was like Wait a minute. Is this the place where the no way in the book off was right there? Right I'm there. like, this is it. I've been here. Like, <laughs> so the universe is wild. I came back, got a new job, and we ended up renting that same venue for uh, an English event. I love that. Smash dude. Fun, it's so uh, good. It's crazy, right? It's all connected. Like, oh. He was right here, the Sphinx. He was right here. That's crazy. <laughs> this is a mark, an imprint. Easy. <laughs> 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 the chair pegs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you're meant to be in Japan. Or- it was meant to be, I guess. Yeah. Oh. All right. That was called the Master Hand Tournament. Master Hand. <laughs> oh. If you ever check out the Master Hand. Name. It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. You'll. That's a. We're in. Yeah. It's a hundred. Uh, an hour, fifteen minutes. I think we're good. Awesome. 
All right. So, uh, Mike, I know um, at the time, if you guys are listening, this may not be a thing. But as of at this moment right now, as this is our second episode that we've recorded, the first episode, we have it uploaded and ready to share. But we're waiting for all of it sounds like Mike on his end with the he's doing sort of the production of the, the audio sharing with the RSS feed. It takes like one or two weeks for the Apple Music and all of them to like register your podcast before it starts going. So if you're listening like in real time of when this is coming out or something, the reason why the first episode was delayed, but Mike's holding up his finger, so he might have a, so a note just, here. But. Just announced we are live on all the platforms that we want. So yeah, we're really? going to put the episode all up tomorrow, right. which is going to be Monday, so they can listen to that. And this will go up on, uh, I guess we'll do Fridays, like we said. Okay, so we're thinking of doing Friday releases for these episodes. We record them on mondays ourselves and then we'll uh, we have a couple days if we need to add some post-production or edit it or clean up audio yeah and we'll on fridays is that kind of what we're doing yeah 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 let's do that awesome awesome so So, awesome great okay so never mind (laughs) you guys will notice no (laughs) delay but we we're excited to start sharing the first episode and just kind of you know get the channel growing and start adding graphics like that so that's that's good to hear Mm. very cool all right man well thank you guys so much for listening uh so for now you can find a podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, youtube always has the video go there to watch it um scanlines podcast on instagram um thank you guys for watching my name is mike i'm out you guys can go too you guys say bye now i want to stay mike i'm out it's that that sounded like a good outro we could use that all right (laughs) see you mike see you mike bye mike yeah thank you guys for listening i i talked a lot so i'll shut up but uh see you guys next time uh danny maybe i don't know how should we do our Let's outros? say everyone maybe says bye right you should just you should just probably do an outro for her for everyone all right yeah i thought we'd be, I thought we'd be polite all right i thought we'd be polite and everyone says bye Fuck off, we're not blind. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll we'll time and we all wave or something like all that. All right, that peace works. out, people. Scanlines Podcast. Okay. Woo! Wow. This podcast. Scanlines Podcast every Friday. <laughs> peace out. All right. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>